Happy 2020 product bosses. We happy are new year. Happy new year. We're so excited to crush 2020 and set your goals and hit them in this new year, new decade. Are you ready? Can I get an audible? Heck yes. Yes. Right, we heard that. Amen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jacqueline, what does the future look like for all of us? Right. That's the question we should all be asking. Right. And so what are the goals? What are those big, you know, we, when we start this new year, we all start with a big goal. We all start with like, I'm going to do more of X. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to hit my revenue goal. I'm going to find more white space in my life. Right. We all have these goals. And the one thing that I'll tell you is that you have to set habits to hit those goals and you need support to do them and you need some sort of game plan. And we are helping you get there with Dash Insiders Accelerator program. And I wanted, we wanted to jump in real quick and let you know that we've extended the founding members pricing all the way through January 5th. So if you're listening to this after January 5th, sorry, you missed it. But if you're listening in real time, we invite you to become a founding member. Here's the most exciting thing that we want to tell you. There were so many of you reaching out to us. I mean, we have people in the top mastermind that are making seven figures and they want in on Dash as well. So Mina and I decided, we pivoted and we decided to open up Dash Insiders to every product boss. So now we have Dash Insiders Accelerator program for those of you that are in startup all the way to 50K. And then we have Dash Plus. Dash Plus is for those of you making 50,000 a year in revenue or more. And you guys are going to have your own Facebook group. You guys are going to have your own live coaching calls. Sometimes trainings may be different, but sometimes trainings will be the same because there's core fundamentals to this. And we want to help you support, like we want to support you guys through 2020 and beyond with crushing these goals, with support, accountability, training, and a roadmap. Right. And the accountability pads will be also separate and within uh, revenue level. So after you fill out a questionnaire based on your revenue goals and where you're at in the business. And also putting in your pods. And we've gotten a few recommendations. Some people that have already become friends in our community or in multi-stream machine have joined Dash as well. And they've asked to be in pods together. Or some people have realized that they're local to somebody else in Dash and they want to be in a, in a pod together. So that's really exciting because we're creating real life community, like local community of fellow product bosses. One thing that we haven't told you guys yet, if you follow us on Instagram, you get to hear all the haps or if you're on our email list, Mm -hmm. but we've also added this awesome bonus and it's going to be monthly content training, monthly content guides. So basically we're going to help you figure out what to say to your customers next. So many of you go, I don't know. I don't know what else to like send as an email or a newsletter to show up on Instagram other than like sale, 20% off. And so we've created these super in-depth content guides, giving you, offering you prompts on what to speak to them about, how to talk about your product. We're also going to help you come up with some emails with like email templates on what to email to your customers in between the sale or the discount. Any questions at all, head over to the product boss on Instagram, send us a DM. Mina and I are always in there and we are happy to answer any questions you might have. So let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder, 
She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my New Year co-host, Mina Kunlozitab. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. First, we want to wish you all a happy new year. It is 2020. It is the beginning of a new decade, and we are so excited at what's to come. Our business is growing faster than we could have ever imagined. We have this new group forming in Dash Insiders. We are just so excited for 2020. And we hope that you feel that same passion and energy going into the new year on how you're going to crush your goals this year. And we want to support you in that. Yeah. This is the 2020 version of ourselves, of our businesses, of our lives. We want to just really set some goals and really some intentions for this starting the the new decade and the new year off right. Yeah. So we're going to help you set your goals for 2020. First, I just want to tell you all that we still have a couple days left to join the Dash Insiders Accelerator program. That is where Mina and I are actually going to be holding a workshop to help our Dash Insiders plan out 2020 and plan out their first 90 days. So quarter one of of 2020. Now, let me tell you something really fast. It's hard for a small business to fully plan out every quarter of the year. We're not asking you to do that. We want to help you plan out those first 90 days. How are you going to grow your business? And so if you're interested in finding community, accountability, support, trainings, coaching from Mina and myself, we invite you to join Dash Insiders Accelerator Program by heading over to theproductboss.com slash dash. That's D-A-S-H. All right. So things to do after the new year. Right now, you guys are going to set your goals for 2020. We know that the holiday season was super busy and product people are really starting to plan in January. Um, So we believe that we've asked the question in the communities and one of the biggest things, the number one thing that people have as a goal for 2020 is to increase their revenue. Right. This is the thing with most goals for business, right? Is to increase the revenue. I would like to say it should probably be increased profit rather than revenue, (laughs) but (laughs) we get it. Right. Increase revenue, that's because the bottom line is really what makes it worth putting all those efforts in. And revenue goals are really easy to run towards, right? We have the six-figure mark. We have the seven-figure mark. Let's say it's, uh, you know, it's nice round numbers to go towards. Um, and it's, it's easy for us to um, know if we hit them or not. Absolutely. So if your goal is to increase your revenue, you want to plan out how are you going to increase your revenue? What do you have to sell? Where do you have to show up to sell? What do you need to do to increase that? And I love that Mina said profits because you could be selling a half a million dollars worth of products, but if your profits are not there, if you're not paying yourself a salary, if you are not um, having the correct margins, then you're just you're making a number, but you're not running a profitable business. And that is something that we really want to support you in, in running a profitable business. Another goal I'd like to add on is pay yourself. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Find that, like find what you can do, whether you're just taking an owner's draw or you're able to put yourself on salary. If you're going to increase your revenue, you're going to find more profits. In those profits, you should be also paying yourself as a business owner. Right. Because increasing revenue is really synonymous with all of us with increasing sales, right? We're thinking, I just need to make more sales, but how can you really think about it in a different way? How can you raise the price point? How can you sell this particular unit that you could bring down the cost because you increased your production of it? So when we're thinking about revenue as a whole, how are you going to do that? And in a way that you are not burning yourself to the ground uh, with exhaustion. (laughs) Which is part of our words of the year this year for us. It's sort of a little bit finding balance. So find your, you know, that word of the year and exhaustion and burning yourself out. Now we know that there's times that you're going to be super busy. Like we're all coming out of the holidays and it's been incredibly busy, which Mm -hmm. is amazing for a lot of you. Um, But then also so that you don't run out of gas or that you are compensating yourself for that. So the word of the year, do we want to chat about what our words of the year are? I don't really have mine just yet. Yeah. But we can. um, Okay. So just, you know, this is a good exercise for all of you, especially since Jacqueline doesn't know what hers is. It will come to you, right? So word of the year is usually the word of the year that you focus on to kind of come back to and ground yourself as you're going through the year. So Jacqueline's in the past has been joy. Mine has been um, happiness. um, And um, I think one of mine was profit. Yeah. Profit. I think one of mine was um, nudge. Um, and so we've seen a lot of ones, some potential people say visibility, uh, Jasmine stars for 2020 was explosion. So what do you want to focus on that? You're kind of, um, that's kind of like the underlying theme to your whole entire year. So for this coming year, I kind of have, it's one word because it has dashes in in my mind, but mine is ebb and flow because I know that my, I run really like inspiration wise and energy-wise and work-wise in seasons where I'm either really high stress or really low stress. And and I want to kind of be able to gauge that more and ebb and flow through it where I'm not caught off guard. I really do feel like 2019, I lost grasp of it. There was, <laughs> it was going wild on me, you know, and that was just with the growing pains of the product boss and figuring out our schedules and then our kids. Um, it's just a lot. So when, um, when you're able to ground yourself with a word, let's say it's joy or ebb and flow or, or explosion, then you're like, yeah, that's actually what I, I quickly remember what I wanted to work on this year. And it's okay that I say yes to this or no to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that when you came up with that word, I had picked balance. I picked balance and you told me like balance is a blah, blah, blah word. <laughs> yeah. Balance is hard because it's not, it's like a myth, you know? But, but I think that for me, when you say ebb and flow, you know, I think it's just whatever word resonates with you. So mm-hmm, for me, right. both Mina and I got really, we launched a bunch of things and you guys know that um, we had, a, it was new to us, the the world of online launches and things like that. Remember we're product people or I've been consulting and coaching people for years. And so this online world is a new business for us ultimately. And so, um, balance for me was just finding like, I imagine like a, uh, seesaw and mm-hmm. me just being able to kind of be in the middle there, like not being too one way or the other. I, and like you say, ebb and flow, I know that it can go, it does ebb and flow. 
Um, but then me trying to find that balance there. And a lot of it came down to, like you said before, to schedule, like mm-hmm. really figuring out our schedule and trying to stick to that. And then um, that will help find that for us. So I'll let you know when I find that word um, or I won't, but we'll, we'll, you know, find your word and see what you can stick to. We've written it down on rocks in the past. We've, we've had uh, masterminders put it like write it places like you can write it on a post-it note and keep it on your desk somewhere that you can remind yourself of that word. Right. So as you're going into to each quarter, let's say we're going to Q1 here, right? So if your goal is to increase revenue, you can think about it in terms of, for me, ebb and flow, right? I want to increase my revenue, but at the same time, my whole thing is that I want to feel balanced. So that gives me the permission in a way to say yes or no. So let's say my word instead was explosion. I probably would be saying a lot of yeses to a lot of people in that increasing revenue. So it's just a way to really think about your goal, but also have your word in mind in the back of your mind as you're moving forward towards your goal. Yeah. So let's move into number two for setting your goals. A lot of times people will say that their goal is like increasing their visibility or reaching more people. Some people have said that they want to grow their fan base. You know, maybe you want to grow your followers, your customer base, whatever that word is for you, it's increasing your visibility. So how are people finding you? Are you going to lean into ads this year? Are you going to show up on more platforms? How are you going to increase your visibility so that people find you, follow you, become, you know, become true customers with you. Right. And oftentimes we call this traffic too, right? So one of your goals might be to increase your traffic to your website by building your SEO. That is a, an example of a visibility goal, but with the project task of building blog posts that increase SEO based off of keywords. So it's really thinking about where your visibility is coming into. It could be visibility from different platforms, right? It could be speaking in front of audiences and not only is it increasing your visibility, but it's reinforcing your expertise. We saw this with some of our brands that are CBD owners, right? That uh, one of our clients, she also speaks on CBD, but also owns a CBD brand, right? She's increasing her visibility, but at the same time, she is reinforcing her expertise and her thought leadership in the CBD industry. So there's a lot, there are lots of goals with, you know, added benefits, but really thinking about um, what your ultimate goal is. And in this case, it's increasing visibility. Right. And I mean, a lot of you will say, I want to get more followers on followers on Instagram, you know, and that's something that we're leaning into in Dash is that where are your customers? Like, where are you showing up? So some people, Instagram is the place to be. Some people, it may not be. So right. we also want you to get really clear on that on that visibility. So is that visibility in person, you know, being mm-hmm. at more events? Is it that you, if you do continue to show up on Instagram and you work that algorithm that you're going to find people and you're going to convert those people to, you know, fans and eventually customers. Um, so you have to think about visibility in a multiple amount of ways and how that is appropriate for your business. Cause like I said, it's like reaching more people. And is that goal also to increase your revenue, to increase your sales? Like by building like this fan base or by finding uh, more people that know about your brand, what is the end goal again, like Nina said? So um, that's a huge goal for people. And we also say building your email list. How are you going to grow that? So if your visibility are newsletters that show up in people's inboxes once a week, 
that is something that you want to consider doing. Right. And so the next goal that we hear a lot about is cleaning up systems in your business. And this one is something that I feel like is never ending (laughs) because there's always stuff that you can optimize and clean up in your system. So don't feel like you're far behind. We hear people talk about they want to clean up their Amazon listings or they want to clean up their production or inventory. There's definitely ways to improve it and make it better, but there's lots of businesses that run um, and still, um, you know, off of systems that are chugging along, but they need to make a, a full effort to clean up their systems because a, a little bit of tweaking can go a long way, especially if we're cleaning up, let's say, inventory and production because of the clutter, the physical clutter that can be around that ends up seeping into your own mental clutter a lot of times. Yeah. I also think systems is like, what are you doing consistently in your business in the way of, um, you're saying inventory, uh, are you, are you tracking things? Are you meeting with your bookkeeper, your accountant? Um, are you following up with your stores that you're selling to? So, So there's some systems there where you're going to, you would put in a system of, you know, every quarter we send out certain newsletters to, our stores that we're selling wholesale to, and we follow up with them a week later. So a lot of these um, systems are also standard operating procedures. They're habits that you'll incorporate into your business. Uh, We've had people say that they want to, you know, really figure out the the back end of their business. How are they tracking their inventory? What are they doing? And I know we've done a lot of that in multi-stream machine. You know, we've helped people with their systems in there as well. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been amazing. Right. And it's, it's really helped them to streamline things. And so they're able to work smarter, not harder. I mean, that's the whole, the whole idea behind a system is that you're taking into account somebody's role and systemizing it. So then it's just more efficient and, you know, maximum output for a minimum input (laughs) is where it's at. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So the number four thing that people are setting for their goals in 2020, is to consistently show up and showing up. It could be consistently showing up on social platforms. It could be consistently showing up in people's inboxes. It could be consistently showing up in stores that people go to or live events or you know, markets or farmers markets. It could be just consistently showing up for your business that maybe this is a part-time hustle. Maybe you get to it and you don't get to it, but that consistency or consistently showing up, it's showing up for something or someone. Yep. I mean, think about like, if you go to the gym starting here in 2020, you need to, you better bet you need to start consistently showing up to see the results that you need to do. And it all is in that consistency of showing up again, again, and again, and doing what you need to do. Okay. So number five for the goals that we're seeing for 2020 is time management and productivity. And this, it's that elusive time management that we always hear about. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to go back to our 168 hours time management podcast from a few times ago, uh, that is a, we'll link it in the show notes, but that is a really great one. People were, people's minds were blown about that time management, but here's the thing. And I brought this up before. 
if this is a side hustle for you, you might be doing it late at night. You might be doing it on weekends. Like you're just doing it all the time. You're filling it in between like all the little times. So how can you manage your time better? And we, we are going to dig into this in Dash Insiders in that first planning uh, session where we're helping them plan their first 90 days about time management and how they're going to be able to batch their time because we fully believe that batching things is better than one-off things here and there. Um, and so what that does is once you are able to manage your time or like Mina and I were able to set our calendars in a way that worked better for us, it helps Mina, let's say, ebb and flow, that helps me find balance. It will also increase your productivity because if you only have five hours on weekdays, well, how are you going to be like the most productive? Or if this is your full-time gig, like we have clients that this is their full-time job, but they're balancing families they're balancing young children. Maybe they're only spending 10 to 15 hours a week, even though this is all that they do. If they want to increase their revenue, if they want to hit some major goals, they may have to find more time in their day, or they may have to commit to more time to be more productive. Right. I wanted to highlight some of the things that Jacqueline had said in there, just pulling out, for instance, what she said about batching, right? Batching is pretty much, if you can think about it, the opposite of multitasking. So that's the reason why productivity is increased is because you're doing the same, just one thing and you're doing it in a bulk or bigger capacity, right? You're batching it. Whereas like, instead of multitasking 20 things, your brain can't work that way at its best. So that's why batching is so key. Another thing that she mentioned was we put it into our calendar. If there's anything you take from time management skills, it should be put it into your calendar. The people that are working with us in Dash, there's some of them that are putting it into their calendar that are like, watch Dash special training, right? And we even had a couple of people ask us, how many hours do you think I need to dedicate to this? Well, that really depends on you and how efficiently you can work. But at the same time, if you are committed to showing up for your business, then if you put it into your calendar, and even if it's like, join Mina and Jacqueline's live, um, live on the spot coaching, uh, watch this training, uh, read this um, I don't know, read this book or whatever. Um, there's lots of things that calendar-based that you can force yourself to do because you manage your time and set time aside for it. Yeah, it's you have to commit to yourself. Like we can, mm-hmm. you listen to as many podcast episodes as you want. You can watch YouTube videos. You can read all the books in the world, but it really is about you creating that commitment to yourself and following through on your word on that. So mm-hmm. the calendar you said it and I got this like rumble in my chest because my (laughs) husband and I fight about the calendar. He's like, well, we're going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, is it in the calendar? Because I live and die by my calendar because my other business, I consult and coach people and I have one-on-one meetings. There's a lot of time. Mina and I mastermind. We have our meetings with our masterminders. We actually have built-in breaks between those um, where we know that that break is the time for us to eat and like potentially sometimes we'll walk and talk as we're kind of in between calls. We've built in, you know, we have our times that are cut off for times that we have to go get our kids and we know that. And so we know how, what time we have to work with and what time we don't have to work with. And so when my husband tells me that his schedule is off for New Year's, like there's like an off schedule for his uh, Broadway show, I'm like, well, it's not in the calendar. So I have no idea what your schedule is. Like I'm assuming it's still your normal calendar. So um, I think, you know, everybody has their own habits they have to build. And then when you start to work with other people, whether you have a virtual assistant, whether you have a partner, whether it's your spouse, um, your 
fulfillment company, your co-packer, sometimes you might need to put things on a calendar to just show up consistently. Like if you have monthly meetings or weekly meetings. percent you should be. So even if James doesn't love the calendar, like how you live and die by it, he probably would thrive off of it because of how children thrive off of routines and schedules. It allows you to be within that present moment of in the hour of what you dedicated to it. Instead of being like, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be my, you know, it's like living out of a suitcase or one foot halfway in or one foot halfway out. But if you have it on the calendar and you know you're supposed to be there, then you can commit to it. And and then you're just like, okay, now I know where I'm supposed to be. You know, I think that it's a gift too. You know, hey, yeah. you get to be in this present moment of of what you had scheduled, you know? Yeah. And he can, he sends me a boxer and he's like, I see you have 20 minutes till your next meeting. Can you do blah, 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 blah. It's like, great. He knows exactly because if he wants to know what my day looks like, just pull up my calendar. So time management and time management, like you said, in the very beginning is elusive. It's sort of, I'm very good at time management for business. Time management personally is something that I'm not as great at because then I feel like my day is split in two. It's time management between business and time management of my children. And we did this in our 168 hour episode. We had like six hours left for ourselves personally. (laughs) Well, that's the roles though, right? Because we have the roles of, it's it's clearly defined our roles as CEOs. But your role as a mom is so like gray area. You know, you don't don't have a VA for that. (laughs) You don't have a VA for that. These employees, AKA children are, you know, unpaid and, you know. Don't listen. Revolting against the, (laughs) the boss, you know. And then the time that you have for yourself, there's even, there's really no, handbook for that, right? There's no role of here's how you do this to solve this. Here's what you do to solve stress. You know, it's not a clear cut solution. Whereas like in business, there's usually take the data, get, do an estimated run at something, and then you'll probably get this sort of result probably more so the more educated your risk is, you know? Right. So this is what our wish for you is in 2021. Like we said, happy new year whenever you're listening to this in the new year, our wish for you is that you guys have a profitable business, a business that not only makes sales, but it's profitable. Our wish for you is also that you've started this momentum for your business, whether you've made your first six sales or whether you just shipped out 6,000 things last in the last quarter of the year. We want you guys to increase your profit, but we also want you to keep that momentum going and that your small business grows and supports the life you want, supports your family, supports you, that you do pay yourself a salary, like a, at least a living wage salary, mm-hmm. and then a salary that eventually helps you live that life that you dream of. We also right. hope that you guys find your people. We want you to find your tribe. Mina and I started this business so that we could create a community for product-based businesses, like not about joining service-based communities and being like the random product people in there. We wanted to create something that there were product people that got you, that spoke that language. And we hope to continue to support you through growing all of this so that you guys stick with us, that you share this podcast with other people, that you follow us, that you follow us on Instagram, that you subscribe. Um, And that's also why we created these programs for all of you. We have two other businesses and the product boss, we've just seen such a need and we found such a joy in this company and the community we're building that we are just so excited to bring you things like Dash and our masterminds and Multishoe Machine, our course, and all the other amazing things that we will surprise you with in 2020. Right. And last but not least, we want 
big, huge goals for you guys that you can yell from wherever you are, even if it's within your mastermind and for people to be like, yeah, I totally see that for you. I know you're going to get it. And so those big goals for 2020, we want to be there right with you and rooting you on and lifting you up and, and guiding you, um, along the way. Yeah. So we wish you luck this very beginning. We hope to see you in Dash or one of our masterminds. Um, all of the links will be below in the show notes. And otherwise, happy new year. Enjoy your time with your family. And we can't wait to start this decade off with you. Happy new year, everybody. Bye. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, Product Bosses, let's make it happen.